Welcome to 2021, our year of the supernatural. We believe that in this year, as prophesied, your life will go above and beyond the natural and that it will be positively and supernaturally changed through this sermon. The teaching you're about to listen to by our anointed shepherd, Pastor Boni Bahati, will challenge you, strengthen, and transform you to live the victorious life you were created to enjoy. Listen and be blessed. So, and the younger of them said to his father, Father, Give me the portion of goods that befalls to me. So he divided to them his livelihood. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together, journeyed to a far country, and there wasted his possessions with prodigal living. Mm -hmm. But when he had spent all, there arose severe famine in that land. And he began to be in want. There is a problem with this screen. It's going off and on. Then he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country. And he sent him into the fields to feed the swine. Father, I am praying that you give us good screens. In Jesus' name. And he would gladly have filled his stomach with the pawns that the swine ate. And no one gave him anything. 17. But when he came to himself, he said, How many of my father's hired servants have bread enough and to spare, and I perish with hunger? I will arise and go to my father, and I will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. And I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. And he arose and came to his father. But when he was still a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and rain and fell on his neck and kissed him. Continue. And the, and the son said, to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in your sight, and I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Bring out the best robe and put it on him, and put a ring on his hand, and sandals on his feet, and bring the fatted calf here, and kill it, and let us eat and be merry. Verse 24 and the last one. For this son of mine was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. And they began to be merry or to be happy. So as you can see from the scripture, the first type of son is a prodigal son. So what are some of the characteristics of a prodigal son? A prodigal son is a son who goes away from his father and from his father's house. A prodigal son goes away from his father and from his father's house. Look, it is the idea of God that a father will always stay with his sons. Right? But the prodigal son wants premature independence. 
he want to be independent before the right time for him to be independent. In an African setting, uh, daughters leave their father's house and they go to get married, right? Because that's the right time for that daughter to be independent. But a prodigal daughter would want to leave his father's house in the sense where, 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 how will I explain this? In the sense where you live in the same house. You'd want to leave your father's house to go and live with a boyfriend. Right? Prematurely. Not through marriage. You want to go and live with your boyfriend. Come we stay. But the order is that when you leave your father's house, you're going to get married and you're going to stay with your with your husband. So in the same manner, a son, it is the idea of God that sons should stay with their fathers in the same house. But a prodigal son would always want to go away from the father and from his house. And pastor, so do you mean we should be living with our parents in the same house? No. I don't, I don't necessarily mean that. This is what I mean. You know you might be in Nairobi, but you're still in your father's house. Because what is your father's house? Communication. Your father's house is communication. How often do you communicate with your pastor? You know, like someone like Kim, he might be in Machakos, but he's still in, in his father's house. Because he's constantly talking to me. He's always communicating with me. You understand? So, it is the idea of God that sons should live with their fathers. But the prodigal son wants to be away from his father's house. So if your desire is always saying, when is the day that I'll be told to go? When will I start being on my own? You're always looking forward for that day. It shows you are a prodigal son. You are always looking for the day you'll be sent. You are a prodigal son. Because prodigal sons are always looking for that day. They'll be told, go. Be away from your father's house. It is the joy of every son to want to be in his father's house. There's no point of living with me if you're always looking forward for the day I'll tell you go. Or the day you'll get an opportunity to go. What's the point of staying with me? <laughs> There's no point. If your prayers are, Lord, the day you send me, Lord, the day you, it shows you are a, there's, a, there's a seed of prodigality in you. Number two, a prodigal son wants to be far out, as far away from his father's house as possible. He wants to be as far away from his father's home as possible. Or rather, a prodigal son wants to be far away from home as possible. As far as far can be. You are saying, me, I don't want to be close my, to my father's house. I want to go to somewhere like, uh, like, uh, like Afghanistan. <laughs> Where they can't see me. <laughs> and they can't follow up on me. So that I can go and do my own thing. This around here, you're always being told, come home. Me, I want to go to Afghanistan or Somalia. Far away. As far as far can be. You're a prodigal son. Prodigal sons want to be far away from their father's house. Number three. A prodigal son wastes his life. A prodigal son. Okay, let me rephrase even that. Don't write that. Write this. A prodigal son waste his life's opportunities. A prodigal son wastes his life's opportunity. We've given you an opportunity to be an elder and you waste it. You're a prodigal son. We give you an opportunity to be a pastor and you waste it. 
You're a prodigal son. We give you an opportunity to get married and you blow it up. You're a prodigal son. We give you an opportunity to lead a love group and you blow it up. You're a prodigal son. You are a shepherd. Now you're no longer a shepherd. You are demoted. You are removed. You, eh? You, you, <laughs> you are level user and you are level shepherd. On the system, you used to be shepherd. Now you are level user. <laughs> You are a prodigal son. You are wasting away your opportunities. You are wasting away your opportunities. Ask yourself, what opportunities have I been given? And wasted them. What opportunities do I have that I should not waste them? Because you have opportunities. And you should not waste your opportunities. Don't waste your opportunities, Sandra. You have the opportunity of being young once. Mm. You know, I was thinking about my life. Just the other day, I was 17 years. Just the other day. I remember how, how I was when I was 17 years. Now I'm 26, turning 27 next year. Can you imagine? Just the other day, Victor, you were 16 years rebelling in your father's house. Now, almost 30. Just the other day, Pastor Mark, you were you are in your father's house. You do not have anyone depending on you. Now there's a human being who is depending on you. Multiple human beings. You have to feed them. You have to pay for their water bills. You, they are living rent-free in your house. And just the other day, you were living rent-free in your father's house. Now it is you. People are living rent-free in your house. What opportunities do you have? Hold up. Ask yourself, which opportunities do you have? So that you don't waste them. You have that opportunity of being a shepherd. Don't waste it. Yeah, don't waste that opportunity. Because it, has not, it, it could not come back another time. That opportunity could only knock on your door once. You know there are some opportunities that knock once. There are some opportunities that you knock once. It's like the opportunity of meeting the president in your life might only knock once, based on where you are in your life. Once or never. <laughs> yeah, it's once or never. Probability of zero or one. Music Me, I remember one time he had something called Presidential Awards King. PAS. How many had that thing in their school? You had it, eh? Presidential Awards King. Even you. Good schools had that. Let me see again. <laughs> Let me see. Yeah, good schools, you see. Katunge, good school. Yeah, this is good schools. Good schools. You could not find that in common schools. <laughs> eh? Eh? In your school, you didn't find that. I'm serious. You didn't have it in your school? I told you you never went to a good school. You didn't listen. Yeah. Most of the people, one of the signs that you went to a good school is the presidential award scheme. Yeah, because you used to meet with the lions. It was, I think they used to select specific schools and place that thing, right? So, one of the things of being in that, well, let me tell you why I'm saying it's a prestigious scheme. Because you would go and meet the president every year. You would meet the president. You would go to state house every year. So me, I was not a member of that, that thing. However, they give me an opportunity to go and meet the president. In, I was in Form 4. So they said, do you guys want to go and meet the president? We will stay there for two days. We'll stay with, with the president. They would sleep in sta at, at State House. Select, not everybody select. There are those who would go and come back, and there are those who would sleep there. So as we had that opportunity to go, I was not among those who were going to sleep, but I was among those who are going to go. So that you see how State House looks. You stay with the president the whole day, the itinerary, all those things, and he's a, he awards you a medal at the end of the program. But I said, no, I will not go. Because there was another funky. 
and we are going to see guys. I'm serious. Nikapiga hesabu nikasema state house ama Lema girls nikaendea wasichana. Opportunity. The only opportunity I had to go to state house, I blew it. From then I've never been to state house. I've never been to state house. I just passed outside there. I just passed there. Yeah. So you either president ama wasichana. Nikasema wasichana siwezi wacha. I wasted an opportunity. So I have never been to state house. Never been to state house. Never met the president. In that time I would have met president Mwai Kibaki. Never met him. I could have my opportunity. Thinking that opportunity will come again. Where will it come? The man might even die very soon without me meeting him. Because 10 years later, no opportunity to visit state house. And the girls are never married. <laughs> I wasted my opportunity on girls I never married. Eh? Who can even remember me? They don't even know I exist. Girls I wrote letters to and sacrificed my trip to state house to go to a school full of girls just to dance then go back. What a waste. What a waste. That's the same thing with the prodigal son. You waste life opportunities. You have this one opportunity that is going to change your life. You blow it. This one opportunity of being a good pastor, you blow it. This one opportunity of being a good missionary, you blow it. This one opportunity that is going to change the course of your life, you blow it. A prodigal son is always wasting his opportunities. What opportunities have you wasted? What opportunities have you wasted? Those opportunities might never knock again. Yeah. From now on, when you receive an opportunity, ladies, lady, my dear lady, don't waste it. Don't waste it. Rukanayo. Jump with it. Rukanayo. Jump with it. Rukanayo. Don't waste it. Dandia Kamamat. Don't waste that opportunity. And when you have it, hold tightly to it. If you are a shepherd, hold tightly. Hold tightly. The Bible says in Revelation, hold tightly to that which you have, lest it be snatched or taken away from you. Hold tightly to that eldership you have. It can be taken away. Hold tightly. Do what you need to do. Hold tightly to the shepherd. Hold tightly to the pastor. Because it can be taken away if you waste that opportunity. And who knows, if the opportunity goes, it might never return. But never return. Because you are too careless. Recently, I saw, I saw something my wife had written, and it really hit hard. Don't be so trusted that you become careless. Don't be so trusted that you become careless. Yeah. Don't tell her, but don't be so trusted that you become careless. You end up wasting an opportunity. Yeah. The only opportunity you have to be a wife is one, Cecilia. Once. Don't waste the opportunity of being a wife. Yeah. Look, they say, once you are divorced, it is very easy to divorce. Once you have the first divorce, the second and the third, they actually say, if you've divorced once, you, can, you end up divorcing like four times in your lifetime. Because you've already tasted that path. Once you waste that opportunity of being a husband, it's gone. Once you waste that opportunity of being a son, it's gone. 
It's gone and gone for good. Once you waste your 20s, it's gone. You are, some people I know, they are almost living their 20s zone. And we are cheering them on. We are waiting for that birthday. <laughs> they are almost living their 20s. That year, that year is knocking. Knocking on the door. Knock, knock, knock on that door. Knock, knock, knock on that door. Here. Knock, knock. Who is that? Daddy. Daddy who? Daddy four. Because you wasted your opportunity. And you didn't realize. Just the other day, Cecilia was 17 years. I saw her 17 or 18. I saw her as an 18 year old. Now she's someone's mother. Pastor. Just the other day. The thing is gone like the wind. You are wasting your life. And I'm telling you, don't waste your opportunities. You don't want to listen to me. You're wasting your opportunities. You're wasting your 20s. Your work is to rev from Monday to Monday. My friend, time is going. And the thing about time, you don't realize it's moving. <laughs> you just wake up one day and say, I, I can't wake up very well. <laughs> and I'm on, I'm gongo. And you used to wake up jumping. Now you, you, you remove one leg from the bed slowly. And the other one, <laughs> hey, Nini, hey, baby, no more, I'm gongo. And you used to be all vibrant. You are tired in the morning. And you used to be all vibrant. Because that's how time goes, man. That's how time. And you don't realize it. One opportunity of life is time. Don't waste it. Time is an opportunity of life. It's an opportunity, a big opportunity. Don't waste that opportunity. Hold it tightly. A prodigal son will waste the opportunity called time. Another opportunity in life is to be a member of a good church. It's a good opportunity. It's a brilliant opportunity. Don't waste that opportunity. Don't waste that opportunity. Look, you know you may not know the kind of church you are in until people come from outside and tell you. Yeah, like the visitors who are here on Sunday. What they were telling me, I realized that the churches they come from, I used to admire those churches. And say, hey, little do they, when they come and tell you that you guys, what you have is gold, you are like, ah? And me, I used to think you guys are, he says, no. The guy told me, you see, me, I'm, from, I, I'm a pastor in a, a church, Brethren of God International. <laughs> and I can tell you for a fact, what you guys learn, what you guys We've never heard of it. What do you guys teach your people? What do you guys do here? We've never heard of it. something called love group, a cell group. We don't have. We don't have a love group. We've never heard about it. We don't have something as simple as connect. We did not know that you, you are supposed to teach people how to manage financials, their financial life well, their finances. We never knew. Were you there? What you have is precious. The teachings you receive here. The teachings you receive. The teachings you receive. Crazy. Some guy was telling me, I think it's, it's Rambo. Where's Rambo? Rambo, yeah. Rambo wrote me a text yesterday and told me that some Muslim guy. What, was, what, what, what did he tell you? Come and tell us. Rambo. 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 Quickly, Rambo. 
Praise Jesus. Amen, Rambo. So I was listening to uh, that sermon, yeah, the underground series, the first sermon. So I was listening to my, with my workmate, my name is Lamu. So I'll call us Anashanga. I lay the underground church. So you don't know English, Rambo? So he decided to ask me what, what is all about this underground church. So I had to explain to him. Then he told me, hey, quote, unquote. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> he told me that, hey, ukizana, he said, ukizana, ukizana, ni mdogo, kumbia ya. Mr. Young, na kumbia, hey, na saa kuna knowledge, hii knowledge wana tuwa wapi. Kuna kutani kujini. Then, <laughs> then he told me, hey, He's so powerful, and he's a Muslim, a very committed Muslim. But he knew that our path is very, very powerful. <laughs> Hold tight. Hold fast to what you have, that no one may take your crown. Hold fast. You don't know what you have. Hold fast to it. Hold fast. That's the same thing they asked about Jesus. The reason I... I Whatever he said fascinated me because that's the same thing they asked about Jesus. They said, and this man, where does he get all this knowledge from? Yeah, where does he get this knowledge from? Because you might be next to gold, but you don't know you're next to gold. Because you're looking at bronze and admiring it. And you know bronze shines from far. So it is deceiving you. I am gold, but gold is next to you. It's like the story of the guy in America. I don't know whether you've read that book. It's called The Gold Rush. The oil rush. Oil or gold. Either of the two. So this particular home, when the gold rush began, people were selling their properties to go and look for gold. You understand? Because gold was such a rare commodity. So people would sell stuff and go and get gold. So this particular family was in, in a certain ranch. So they sold their ranch at a throwaway price to some guy so that they may go to migrate to Europe in search of gold. So fast forward, they sell, throw away price and migrate to Europe. They go search, 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 search for gold, they never get. They, ne they, are, never, they are never lucky enough to find land that has gold. So they decide to return back to America. So upon returning, they decide, let's go by and visit the land we used to live in. When they go there, they find that the place has been fenced and written property of the government of America. So they find they are not trespass. So they try and find out why is it someone has things that are walking outside. So they try and find out. So they try and find out why is it why is this place like this? Why is it fenced and written property of the government of America, not trespass? And he is told that they discovered there's a lot of gold in this, in this land. A lot is the word. A lot of gold in this land. And that is like 10 years later. Or 15, I can't remember, because I read that book when I was still young. So they, they start having a blame game. You are the one who told me to sell. No, you should have listened to yourself. You should have known better. Follow your heart. The husband says, no, you misled me. The woman says, you should have followed your heart. Me, my work is to follow you. My work is to support your decisions. 
Why did you listen to me? Even me, I don't know. You know, women are very good at that. Even Eve, when he was asked, why did you eat this fruit? He said, it's the snake. It's not me. It's the snake. When Adam was asked, Adam, why did you eat? It's not me. It's this woman you gave me. <laughs> it's this woman you gave me. Don't waste your opportunity. The prodigal son is quick to waste his opportunities. He wastes them. Because he does not know the value of them. You'll only know the value of time when you only have one minute left for you to live. You know the value of one minute when you're one minute away from being left by your flight. Or train. Okay, let me use train. One minute away from being left by a train. That's the value of one minute to you. You use a border, you tell the guy, I want you to drive non-stop, ride. Yeah, that's the value of one minute. What about the value of one year? That one year you've wasted. You wasted 2020. You don't know what you did in 2020. Even right now, you're wasting 2021. Corona. Corona? Ten years from now, Corona will be a bygone. People won't care that I wasted, I wasted my 21st year because of Corona. They won't care. Yeah, by that time, it will be 32 years. They will be saying, what have you done the last 10 years? You know, I told them, you see, for two years, there was Corona. So I did not do anything for two years. Hmm? So I'm that. No, you'll be 32. Whether you like it or not. Now, you cannot stay in one church. You are a nomad. And you're already 32. You are 32. You are 32. When is Timo? You are 32. Uja develop leadership skills zako because church gives you an opportunity to become a leader. It is a free school. It teaches you how to deal with people. Out of us, politicians will rise. And politicians who are leaders because you've learned how to deal with people. Right? Out of us, you have people skills. But you, you are here, neither there. You are neither here nor there. So you waste your opportunities. Hey! Uh -huh. Number what? Number four. A prodigal son suffers the loss of many things because of his foolishness and his rebellious ways. A prodigal son suffers the loss of many things because of his foolishness. What foolishness do you have? Victor, what foolishness do you have? You suffer the loss of many things because of your foolishness. You suffer the loss of good things. Prodigal son suffers the loss of many things because of his foolishness. And his? Foolishness and? I have told you foolishness and what? Oh, I've not finished. Oh, foolishness and his rebellious ways. Foolishness and his rebellious ways. Foolishness and his rebellious ways. But when he had spent all, there arose a severe famine in that land. And he began to be in want. When he had spent all. To spend all means to spend all. <laughs> yeah. The Bible is clear. He spent all. 
Magi. You spend all. All. Yote. You spend all your spams. Like, my wife will give me a story of a certain guy. I don't want to mention his name, maybe because you know him. Not a story on spam. So look at this one. She's laughing. She's waiting. <laughs> Lynette. She's laughing and saying, ahead, one beer, one beer, one beer. <laughs> she was giving me a story of this guy. They were in a relationship with some girl. They were not married, just a relationship, a worldly relationship. And in a worldly relationship, they sex. So they agreed, let's go for vasketomy. Vaske, va? Vasketomy. Vasectomy. I'm not a doctor. Yeah, and you don't need to teach me. That's why I'm standing here and you're sitting down. I'm the one teaching you. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. Vasketomy. Vasectomy. Vasectomy. So they agreed, let's go for a vasectomy. Because me, I don't want to become pregnant. So the guy said, because I love you, I'll do it. Because of my love for you. What is, this? What is that thing? I'll cut it. You need to cut it. The girl was telling her, you need to cut it. Cut it, cut. And they're not married, eh? But you need to cut it. And the, girl, the boy will say, cut it, cut it, cut it. <laughs> and the girl will say, eh? My? And the girl will say, and the girl will say, you need to cut it. And the boy will say, yes, I'll cut it. So he went and cut it. Fast forward three years later, separated. They broke up. And the guy has cut it. So he can't get two. Because of his foolishness, he suffered the loss of many things. Now, who will marry the, the guy? A Vasketomas man. <laughs> who? And the girls, the girls who want to get married want children. But the guy is cut it. Because every woman would want to have a child at a certain stage of their life. But he's cut it. He's got it. He's a eunuch. He's a eunuch in the palace. Yeah, he's a eunuch. Because who is, who is a eunuch? A eunuch is someone who, who, is a, who has been carried. He can't give birth. He can't produce children. He's a eunuch. A real life eunuch. I will refuse to be a eunuch. Because of my foolishness. You are castrated. Castrated. You are castrated. Because of your foolishness, you suffer the loss of many things. The prodigal son suffered the loss of many things because of his foolishness and his rebellious ways. When your father tells you, sit down, just sit. He knows why he's saying sit down. Yeah. When he tells you, run, he knows why he's telling you, run. Don't tell him, explain to me why I need to run. Why do I have to run? Is it a must I run? Brother, your father knows. Your father might be young. But I'm telling you the truth. What he knows, you don't know. Yeah, what he knows, you don't know. Yeah. The reason why God has given you a leader or a father is because what he knows, you don't know. You don't know. You see, the problem is in your teenagehood, in your, in your youthfulness, you rebel. The Bible says foolishness is found in the life of a youth. And the rod of correction shall take it away. Foolishness is found in the life of a youth. A lot of foolishness is in you. A lot of it. 
There's a lot of foolishness in you. A lot of it. It's scripture. Foolishness is bound up in the heart of a child. Foolishness is bound up. Ujinga umeja kwa roho ya mtoto. That's why they pee on themselves. A child will pee on themselves and feel nothing. What's that? You can you pee on yourself? You can you pee on yourself? Can you be on pampas? Can you right now if we give you pampas? Can you and can we have pampas right now? No, she can't. Why? She sees I have outgrown that. That's foolishness. But a child doesn't know that's foolishness. If it was not foolishness, you'd still be having one right now. Like you guys, the way you're looking at me, you'd still be having it right now. <laughs> you'd still be having one. But because you've outgrown that, you realize that that's, that's not good. So the Bible says foolishness is bound. So a child will pee on himself, will kojoa, will poop. A child can just be like this and start screaming. Yeah, in the middle of the night, my son. It's at night. What is that? 3 a.m. He, he decides, let me wake up and start laughing. <laughs> and all of us are asleep. Then, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's that? How best can you explain that? Foolishness. Foolishness is bound in the heart of a child. So when your father tells you, don't date until when you are ready, you say, oh, why should you tell me not to date? See him, he's dating mom. Let me go and try. I, I, I love this guy. I have feelings for him. So you go, you end up having a broken heart. Your heart is in pieces. Unnecessary broken heart. You don't, you don't really have to go through broken hearts. But because of your foolishness, now your heart is in pieces. And you're asking, where do broken hearts go? They go to hell. <laughs> because of their foolishness. Yeah. Ama, if you just had waited to wait to be ready, I'm sure you don't have gone through the brokenness of heart you've gone through. Some of you guys are veterans in broken hearts. You know how to nurse it. Now you even have a remedy. You listen to classic. You have a, you have a way of nursing that broken heart. And if you'd have listened, if you'd have listened, if you'd have listened, you not have gone through broken hearts. Like Cecilia, the, Cecilia, Pastor says, that has not gone through a broken heart. Oh, you have? One. Oh, 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 I thought you were like me. Me, I'm not gone. Nobody has ever broken my heart. I don't know what broken hearts look like. You would have been me if you listened to your father. Yeah. The problem is you didn't listen. You are rebellious and foolish. Uliambua chana vijana, aukusikia. Now you never listen to your, your, your father. Me, I listened to my father, Pastor Jimmy. He said, don't date until you are ready. Look, the only girl who can say I've dated her in the entire church is that girl. No any other girl can stand and say, Pastor Bonia, niyemeta niyowa kuniyowa. The stories are different. On this stage, the stories are different. You've told, you, are a, you are a young man, you've told several girls you'll marry them. Every girl, that's the line you throw. You know I'll be a very good, you know I'll be a very powerful pastor. And I'm going to marry you. 
Shenzi. The girls are, so in this church, five girls are waiting to be married. And they all come to Pastor Boni. Hey, I have a testimony, Pabs. I have a testimony. I have a testimony, Pastor. I've been located. Eh? Hey, I'm, I'm glad. At what? <laughs> so all the girls come. Oh, Pastor Mark, I have a testimony. What is the testimony? I have been found. Girl A. Girl B goes to Pastor Victoria. Pastor Victoria. Hey, guess what? I have been found. By who? Brother A. Hey. Girl C goes to Pastor Faith and says, guess what? I have been found. Wow, let's clap for the Lord. By who? Brother A. Remember we were praying together and you said that nobody shall lack a mate. As the scriptures say, I am not like my mate. I am standing here to testify of the doing of the Lord. My Boaz has found me. All of us are H. Who again? Brother A. So because we don't want to break your heart, we keep quiet. We say it's brother A. Wow. Wow. Keep quiet. <laughs> we keep quiet. <laughs> and you're like, wow. Hey. Brother who? We say we keep quiet. Because we don't want you to go discussing us saying, oh, you see those people? Wantaki, babe. Imagine what Wantaki. You put us on the status. It's because it's us against the world. You and me against them all. Then right down, right down there, you write, tag them all. <laughs> then one day you're in church, seated down. Then you hear, we are announcing the first bonds of marriage between brother A and sister C. Wedding bands. Unazikia kuu. Kwanye ni kwaishi ikine. Na nisaini ya subui. Ah. Then fast forward. You receive an invitation to our WhatsApp group. Brother B. Marrying sister A. And brother B was. Well I told you it's you. Then you receive an, an EM. Would you please. If you don't mind. Be willing to be the secretary to our committee. <laughs> Unazikia ku Adinakula pesa yao wote You because of your foolishness because of your foolishness Your foolishness A prodigal son wastes his life he loses he suffers the loss of everything because of his foolishness and his rebellion suffer loss. And if you had just listened, you would not have suffered that loss. That embarrassment. You went telling people, you know, brother A likes me. Yeah, he likes me. He even told me. He's, and people know, he doesn't like you. But because you're foolish, you went saying, hey, you know, he told me he'll marry me. Yeah? Just, just wait. Yeah? Me, I'm just wait. Me, you just wait. Me, me, I'm gone. Jesus did it again. You start singing, congratulations. 
Glory of God. Congratulations. Ah. Oh, come back with a new song to sing. My God is good. Oh. Congratulations. 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 Bruh, there's no congratulations. Uli Chezwa. You start saying, Baba, Unajua Kuni Puraisha. Baba, Umeni Puta Machozi. Daddy, Daddy, Unajua Kuni Puraisha. Baba, Nitakusifu Milele. Ah. You didn't listen. Now you've suffered the loss of your heart. Your heart is broken. You start singing. Siria, ma ma chosi You experience in Naimba. You only experience in Naimba here. That is experience singing. That is experience singing. I'm telling you. Yeah. They have suffered loss. You can even hear the tone. They're pushing. Abana, Siri ayo machozi. Hajui ni wewe ukusikiza. Wewe unajua Siri ayo machozi. Ni wewe unajua. Ni wewe. Si baba, ni wewe. You never listen. Now you're suffering the loss. One time I told a certain girl I know, and she's looking at me right now. I told her, leave that boy alone. He said, pastor, but he's an engineer. We're going to have a good family. We're going to have a, and me, I'm a lawyer. So we'll be, a, we'll be a family of engineers and lawyers. I said, brother, I told her sister, those things don't matter in marriage. Yeah. You're just ambitious. Those things don't matter in marriage. She said, no, pastor, you don't understand. Pastor, my mother wants us to have a good family. So, pastor, I don't think I can leave that girl. And she stayed. She stayed. <laughs> the next thing she knows, Mutu wako Mombasa Mutu wako Mombasa Amepeleka mutu mingine wapi Kwa bitch Aku itua Ako ichigine Akaashwa rogai Kwa vumbi Mungine ako kwa stand Yako kwa vumbi Yako kwa vumbi Samoja Young people are prone to foolishness and fads. Let's read the scripture together. One, two, three. The cure to that foolishness is a tough-minded discipline. Tough-minded. What I tell you, stop this nonsense. You say, ah, Pastor, you cannot tell me that. You don't know how much I love that girl. Hey! 
Pastor, I love that boy. Pastor, Pastor. Pastor, I cannot even breathe without that boy. You're foolish. Foolishness. What is Abu find me the definition of the word fad? And then someone read that in, in, in the TPT, the Passion Translation. Young people are prone, like you are open to foolishness. To be prone means to be open. Fads. Fads are objects or behaviors that achieve short-lived popularity. Ah, that's very powerful. Trends. Fads are objects or behaviors that achieve short-lived popularity. That fade away. Trends. Like, I remember one time I told you, I was listening actually to that sermon recently, uh, someone I preached. And there was, this, there was this time, there was this fad of gangeton music. And everybody wanted to be a gangeton artist. I told you two years from now, we will discuss this thing. Is it, is it, is it there anymore? It faded away. Because fades come and go. Trends come and go. And every young man wanted to be a gangeton artist. Now every, man wants to be, every young man wants to be a rapper. <laughs> they, are, they want to be like Calligraph Jones. Fades or fads. Although rebellion is woven into a young man's heart, is woven emotionally, tough discipline can make him into a man. Wow. Everybody, let's read that together. Although rebellion is woven into a young man's heart, tough discipline can make him into a man. Tough discipline makes you a man. In discipline, we are made men. In discipline, we are made men. In Sohili, what does it say? Microphone. Mtoto upenda mambo ya kijinga moyoni. Lakini fimbo ya nidhamu humuondolea hayo. Mtoto hupenda mambo ya kijinga moyoni. Lakini kiboko humuondolea hayo. Unapenda mambo ya kijinga kulewa ni mambo ya kijinga. Fornication mambo ya kijinga. Sigara mambo ya kijinga. Ketepa mambo ya kijinga. Ketepa is mira mambo ya kijinga. Wanawake mambo ya kijinga. Wazee wababa mbababa wababa babu ya mtu ah mambo ya kijinga. Ujaizi uliza huyo mzee akikufa uko anayo unasema unakuwa fanya nini? Unasema mungu mnafanya nini na yeye Sandra? Huyo mzee alikuwa anapita hivi nikamshikilia akaanguka. Na heart attack. Aje. Are you a nurse? No. Eh? Alianguka tu. Now you end up going to jail. You unapenda mambo ya kiji? A prodigal son suffers the loss of many things because of his foolishness. What losses have you suffered? What losses have you suffered? You've suffered the loss of not finishing school because of foolishness. I keep telling you, finish school. You don't go to school. You stay with your boyfriend in the house. For a whole year, we knew you were in school. Gumbe, you were with your boyfriend. When, we, when someone goes to, when your, father, your mother goes to check in school, the transcript shows you've never done any exam. Foolishness. You've wasted a whole year. 
Mambo ya kijinga yako moyoni. Mambo ya kijinga yako moyoni. You have not finished your degree. And now that you are busy, you are, in, you are in your girlfriend's house. And then you lie, you are in church. You know you're the ones who put church into so many problems. Because you use it as a scapegoat. You use it in the wrong place. You don't go to school, you come to church. Or you're not even in, in school. Sit upright. Yeah, you, you, yeah. Don't slouch. Mambo ya kijinga. When you slouch, slouching is part of, you don't know you are destroying your back. Yeah. So you don't go to school. You hide. Then come and say. Then your parents think you're in school. You lie. Right now, you're not in this church. You're in this, not in, meet, in this meeting. But your parents at home know you've gone through an evening service. Mambo ya kijinga. Unafanya PE, sahi. Physical exercise. You'll get it when you go home. Evening service. Yeah. And it's a class day. Mambo ya kijinga. Yameja moyoni kwa mtoto. Mtoto prodigal. Mambo ya kijinga. Mambo ipi ya kijinga yameja. Mambo ya kijinga ni kama ukua bibi. Unajibiza mbuwana yako. Mambo ya kijinga. Yameja moyoni. Your husband tells you, do this. You say, no. Even you, you can do it. Or your husband sends you one thing for two years. He, will, he, he, has, he, he told you, get me this. You spend two years to get that very thing. Foolishness is in your heart. And you don't understand. The reason I'm saying foolishness is in your heart is because you are turning the heart of that man away. Because he will not send you. It's like me when I tell you, when I tell Pastor Mark, Pastor Mark, do A. Pastor Mark spends two years before he does it. What happens is, because I don't want to be offended, and I don't want to offend him, what I will do, I'll just stop telling him and I'll find another person to tell. So Pastor Mark ends up being there but in reality, he's just there as a trophy. My heart has shifted to another person who I give my instructions. Because that's what fathers do. They just shift. They say, oh, I say you don't do, fine. Because I don't want us to fight. I just move to Victor. So all of a sudden, you see, Victor is always being involved in almost everything. Everywhere the father is, Victor is there. Because the heart has moved. Actually, one way of knowing where your father's heart is, see who is always being sent. Yeah, see who is always being sent. Even in your homes, just see who is always being sent. Who, who, who is your father always telling? So and so, come, give me this cup of tea. And it is there. The heart of the father is with that person. That's why he, he wants to... Actually, sometimes not that he can't get the, the, the remote. He can actually get it. But because he, he finds satisfaction in involving you in his life. He finds satisfaction. Same thing with the husband. He finds satisfaction in telling you, Give, do this, do that, do this. He's just involving you in his life. Not that he can't do it. He can do it. But he's just involving you. But when you don't do that, his heart moves. His heart moves. And he goes to another person. You start saying, eh, Excuse me, Bonayang. Anipendi. Excuse me, Bonayang. What? Eh, lakini Bonayang siyo mekoa mzuri yantu matumi. Akita kakitu anamka na endea. Ali tulia. Ali tulia. What you don't know is the heart moved. The heart moved. The heart moved. You should be afraid if you're not always being sent. You should be afraid. 
Ask yourself, why am I never sent? Look, me, I always want when Pastor Jimmy is sending me. I always look for opportunities even to go and do things for him. I want to be the one to do those things because I know in the process of doing things for him, my heart is with him and his heart is with me. Yeah, because he's, I'm always doing that. I'm always there. I'm always there. Finding ways to be, always be around him. It's so easy for me to say, ah, I'm in Rongai, I'm in TGL. Me, I don't need to go to harvest. See, I'm doing my work. And it's true, I'm doing my work. But there's no vacuum in nature. Nature abodes vacuum. Right? So the place that I was in my father's heart, someone else will occupy because I'm never available. I'm never available. Yeah, I'm never available. So someone else will occupy that place. So I suffer loss of many things because of my foolishness. And I've been trying to explain this to some people, but they have never understood. They have never understood. I tell them, please, be careful that the heart does not shift. Because the heart shifts gradually. It's like soil erosion. Do you realize you don't know when soil erosion is happening? Or do you know? Can you tell? You just wake up one day and find a gully. You say, this gully is so big. Where did it come from? Where did this gully come from? It came from you not being keen to observe when the water was sweeping away the sand. You did not realize that the heart was moved. Do you happy? But he says he's happy in the house. Hey, Bananga Betulia's crazy. Hey, Tasanak. Ananga Shida. Ananikuja Satano. Ananga Shida. Aliulizangi. Eh, unafa kujuliza mwona kulizi. Mwona kitambu alukua la kuliza. Mwona ukichalo wakanisa kitambu ulukuna ulizo. Why are you late? Sikuizu ulizangu na mtu. Ask yourself that question. Why is it that, yeah, be afraid. Why is it that I've never asked? My pastor was so tough on me not to date before my time. How comes now? He's not, he's, he's, you want to date? Ask yourself why. You see, the problem is you're not, you're not intelligent to ask yourself some hard questions. You lack intelligence. Because intelligence will, will tell me, how come he used to be so, so concerned, but he's no longer concerned? Why is he not concerned? Why is he not concerned? How come he's just said, oh, okay, fine. You are never asked if you're late. Nobody asks you. <laughs> if you don't pay tithes, nobody's asking you. Nobody's asking And people used to ask, why are you not paying your tithes? Your pastor used to ask you that. All of a sudden, he's no longer asking. He's quiet. You've suffered a loss of many things because of your foolishness. When you miss church, you, all, you, you automatically knew your pastor would call you and ask you, where are you? Nowadays, he doesn't call. You, you say, ah, this looks like I'm mature, eh? I'm mature. I'm maturing now. People are not following up on me. I'm maturing. What you don't realize, you're not maturing. No. You are not? No. It is the foolishness in your heart that has turned the heart of your father away. Is the foolishness in that. In scripture, the Bible says that David kept quiet concerning his son. He kept quiet. I think for a whole year he kept quiet. He said nothing even after he knew that this guy had raped so and so. He, kept, he said nothing. And that guy was the one who was supposed to take the throne. Where did the throne go to? Another guy called Solomon. The throne was given to someone else. <coughs> and you are saying, mm, I'm happy, I'm happy. 
Hey, I'm happy, but I see that not. Hey, I need to share this with you. Time, it's time for Mamzi. You can enjoy the Mangori. Thank you, Mamzi. The Mangori not the I'm serious. Not like I intentionally jingiza, but I always want the Zushiwe. So I'm coming to Zushiwe. Kuna kitu makosa. Bona si Zushiwe. Nasiya disifanya makosa. Makosa ni konazo. Mingi. I'm full of flaws. Someone is. Look, if I'm not being, if no one is on my case, I, kunashida, kunashida. Look, we are talking about family setting. Just look at your family setting. Ulukuna kitambo. Sana. Your father was always on your case. All of a sudden, he's quiet. Anazushia beladako. Anazushia. He's always on, on your brother's case. You, he just kept quiet. What is your father not saying? Should always be something you should ask yourself. What is my father not saying? What is he not saying? Why is he quiet? Why is he quiet about this issue? And he knows it. And you know clearly, he knows that issue. But he has said, I'm quiet. You even, actually, even when you meet, he says, Mambo, Kopoa. But he never, he has never mentioned that issue to you. And he knows it. One of the things I fear is that Pastor Jimmy is silent. Ah, I fear it. Eh? I fear it. Him being silent. Because there's a reason why he's quiet. And he's not, he's not saying anything. Because what is my father not saying is as equally important as what he's saying. <laughs> what he's saying and what he's not saying are equally important. Yeah. The prodigal son, because of his foolishness, he suffered loss of many things. He suffered loss of many things. You suffer loss of that voice. One loss you should never allow yourself to suffer is the voice of your pastor. That voice. Yeah. Look, I'm always looking for opportunities to take offerings to my pastor. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm always asking myself, why, why is he not talking about honoring anymore? He's quiet. Why is he always, ask yourself that question. Why is he not always talking about it? And he used to teach it. Now he's quiet. Then after he kept quiet, Nikanza kupata maisha ningumu. Maisha ningumu. Maisha ningumu. The little I used to get, now I don't get it. When I used to take offerings to him, I would get more and more and more. Nowadays, after he kept quiet, even the little I used to receive, life has become hard. Congratulations, you've seen the glory of God. <laughs> yeah, I'm singing congratulations to you. <laughs> Maggie, congratulations. The rebellious son, Pastor, suffered the loss of many things. Yeah. He suffered the loss of his pocket. <laughs> yeah, that's not a light note. Suffered the loss of many things. Uh huh. My dear. Lillian. Uh, is it Lillian? Naomi. 
foolish son, the prodigal son, suffered the loss of many things because ujinga ulikuwa moyoni. Na baba akasema sitoi kunyamaza. Hard-minded discipline. That's what? Go back to message Bible. Tough-minded discipline. That's what? Cures the foolishness of the heart. Tough-minded. Tough-minded. You used to take offerings. You no longer take. You used to pray. You no longer pray. Even when God is silent in your life. The Bible says, and there was no word from the Lord. Do you know that scripture in Malachi? There was no word from the Lord. For over a thousand years, the Lord said nothing. For over a thousand years, because between Malachi and where Jesus came, it's like a thousand years. Is it a thousand or how many years? Eh? Four, sorry, 400 years. 400 years. 400 years. God is silent. The Bible says, because there was no teaching priests in Israel, there was vexation of hearts. When the teachers went silent, vexation of heart came in. Because the presence of the teacher is the absence of vexation of heart. To be vexed is to be discouraged. When there's no teacher, the Bible says, put not your teacher into a corner. Push not your teacher onto a corner. Push him not to a corner. You've pushed your teacher to a corner. Now, there's vexation of heart. There's discouragement. You are under depression. Depression knows you by your second name. You're saying, ah, it's just mental health. You should ask yourself, how come I'm the only one going through mental health problems? <laughs> and we're all in the same situation. We all went through COVID, right? We all went through COVID. But others never came out with mental health issues. How come it's only you? Put not your teachers into a corner. Young people are prone to foolishness and fads and trends. The cure comes through discipline. And though the Lord gives you the bread of adversity and the water of affliction, yet your teachers will not be moved into a corner anymore. But your eyes shall see your teachers. Because when your teachers are moved into a corner, it means their voice is quiet. The voice of the teacher was quiet. He's no longer teaching. He's no longer rebuking. He's no longer rebuking you. He's no longer rebuking you. Even when your husband is silent in the house, he's no longer, he's no longer causing chaos. It should be an alarm. Afali angushanisha mabeza. Ah, ma, 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 saani. Mushtuke tu. Ayinje tu wachukue saani afali. Ba! Kila mtu baka mtu wachukue. Chakuza tu. Why is he quiet? It's not good when he is quiet. It's not good. It's not good. Where is Linda? She's not here. Linda, it's not good when he is quiet. It's not good for you. Pastor, the day you get married is not good when he's quiet 24-7. Kuna kwenye mazangini na faujue hivu ni amaza si mzuri. Kama manamuki. Pastor, it's not good when he is silent. My lady, it's not good when the guy is silent, when your husband is silent. Madam, it's not good when he was truly, he's quiet. 
is not good. It's not good for the congregation when the pastor is quiet. It's not good. Your teacher should never be pushed to a corner. They should never be silent. Your teachers should never be silent. On any area, they should never be silent. On any area. Because there will be vexation of heart. I do find me the scripture where I was not teaching priests. It's in Chronicles. Because of the absence of a teaching priest, there was vexation of heart. The absence of a teaching priest. The absence of a teaching priest can always produce vexation of heart. Mm. It's impossible. For a long time, Israel did not have the real God. Nor did they have the help of priests or teachers or the book. Uh -huh. Verse 4. But when they were in trouble and God said, oh, go use New King James, verse 3, or King James. There was no real God, there was no priest, and there was no books. For a long time, Israel had been without the true God, without a teaching priest, and without law. Uh -huh. Continue. But in their trouble, they turned to the Lord, the God of Israel. Sought him, and he was found. No. Or is King James? I don't go to King James. Huh? NLT. King James first. Where there was vexation of heart. Is? Verse 5. Eh? Verse 5. And in those times, there was no peace to him that went out, nor to him that came in. And great vexation upon all the inhabitants of the country. I'll use message Bible from verse 3. Use message Bible. Now for a long season, Israel had message Bible. Hey. For long, Israel did not have the real God, nor did they have the help of priests teacher or book. They didn't have the help of teacher, priest, or book. Verse 4. But when they were in trouble and got serious and decided to seek God, the God of Israel, God let himself be found. God let himself be found. Uh -huh. At that time, it was a dog-eat-dog -dog world. Life was constantly up for grabs. No one, regardless of country, knew what the next day bring. The exertion of heart. No one knows what the next day will bring. It's a dog-eat-dog -dog society. Man-eat-man society. Anything goes. Anything flies. Ladies and gentlemen, those are the characteristics of a prodigal son. Next week, I might talk about the other son. The rebellious son. Give the Lord a hand clap offering. <laughs> Be quick.
must be quick to change your mind. 